Joining us on the line is our resident economist, Andrew Pyle. Andrew, always great to talk to you. Great to be here, guys. Andrew comes to us from uh, Scotia uh, Wealth Management. He's with the Pyle Group. A- Andrew, uh, we've been talking about this for some time, but uh, the numbers are out in terms of the record job losses Canada has had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the numbers are now starting to come out. So we're starting to get a real glimpse at how uh, bad things are in the second quarter for Canada. Uh, and as reported on Friday, John, employment in Canada declined by a record uh, 2 million, basically just under 2 million jobs. Now, interesting, economists were looking for a 4 million decline. I can't even believe we're using the term millions when we describe jobs in Canada. But that puts us at 3 million over two months for March and April. So massive number. The unemployment right now, 13% uh, for the month of April. And a lot of economists think this could still be around for a couple of months until we really start to get the economy back on its feet. Now, some of the stores are opening up, at least for curbside the delivery and, and, and pickup and that kind of thing. Uh, is that going to help? Are we gonna, is that going to speed things along or is it really sort of a waiting game? I think it's, it's going to speed things up to the extent that we're going to start to see the horrendous numbers beginning to subside. And I think the way economists, John, are looking at this now is, you know, this, you know, April probably will be the worst month in terms of the, just the massive scale of of job losses, uh, retail sales declines, things like that. And May and June, while they may not be great months, uh, they're not going to be as bad. So I think it's the beginning of a transition into the third quarter. But you know, we're, we're kind of running up against what I say is just pure math at the end of the day. I mean, as much as we want things to get back to normal, you know, economists now are expecting, and, and I don't want you to fall out of your seat, John, but, you know, in the first quarter of this year, we probably saw annualized GDP uh, decline of about 9%. Second quarter, some economists are putting that number at about 48%. Whoa. In other words, on an annualized basis, so call it a 12% drop from the first quarter. But that is just, you know, massive. And and even in a best-case scenario where the economy does come back in the third quarter, in other words, we're getting people back to work in the summer, retail stores are starting to open up, and we get a better balance in the fourth quarter. In other words, the second half looks great. Uh, We still end up with about a 9% drop in the economy uh, for 2020. And you know, put a little bit of perspective around that. Back in 2008, 2009, when we had a, you know, a pretty bad recession, uh, the economy lost about 4.5%. So we're talking about double what we saw in 2008, 2009. How, how long, if at all, will we recover from this? Like, at what point can we go, oh, those were the days. Thank gosh we're back here now. God, I'd love to say it would be next year, John. But mm. again, we're into just the basics of math, right? And You know, it's not even that. If if we could magically say the virus is gone, uh, we've got a vaccine, everyone go back to work, this thing is history, Uh, 2021 bears no resemblance whatsoever, we'd still be looking at probably getting into the end of 2021, possibly 2022, for the value of our economy to get back to where it was basically in the fourth quarter of last year. And that's what kind of like a, almost like a perfect scenario. And as we've talked about on the show before, the problem is we might see this virus come back at the end of this year. We don't know. It might come back in the first quarter, but we don't think we're going to have a vaccine. So this is going to be a waiting game. I'm going to say, John, safely, 
uh, to our listeners, probably by the end of 2021, wow. midway of 2022, things we will have recovered back to where we were. Mm-hmm. So it will happen. We will recover, but I don't think people should be expecting it to happen in the next few months. Okay, here's something you need to explain to me because I don't understand this stuff the way you do. The uh, market is doing great. Last, yesterday, we said the market is very strong. Yet, there's posted of, of these you know horrendous drop job losses. The fact that our economy is not going to come around to 2022. Who's investing now? Well, a lot of people are coming back into the market just because of a positive outlook to the economy. In other words, things are coming back. <clears throat> this virus is a transitory thing. Uh, and to your point, John, the markets are up. I mean, the TSX has rebounded uh, hugely from the third week of March. We're now down about 12% for the year, which is not great, but it's a lot better than what things look like in March. Mm-hmm. Here's where this gets interesting. I think provided the days and the weeks that go by just basically validate this view that things are getting better, the markets probably can keep grinding higher. The issue is going to be if we see anything in the data that breaks that. In other words, anything that suggests we're waiting a little bit longer for this recovery. Or there might be a second wave of it. A second wave. uh, And even if we don't get the second wave, John and Mel, even if companies, because what's happening now, companies are reporting their earnings this quarter. And we're, you know, some companies are are really bad. And, Mm -hmm. you know, some companies like Shopify are doing great. But a lot of the companies are not giving us any guidance. They're not forecasting what they think their company is going to be doing 12 months from now. Because they can't. Hugely, yeah, exactly, hugely unusual. And investors for now are saying, no problem, we'll Mm -hmm. keep buying your stock. But that's only going to last for so long. And I think if we get into June and companies still are not giving us that guidance, investors may get impatient and say, look, you know what, we're done here, we'll take some money off the table. So, I'm not saying that's going to happen, John and Mel, but I think we're going to get into June, and it's going to really depend on our investors' confidence. This story keeps playing out the way the market is telling us. Well, Andrew, it's an interesting story to have you tell us, and I appreciate you being here to do that. Andrew Pyle is the Director of Wealth Management for Scotia Wealth Management. He's with the Pyle Group. Uh, if folks want to get in touch with you, check out some of your seminars online in your newsletter. Where do they go? Absolutely, John. If they go to our website at pilegroup.ca, uh, they'll see our links to our Friday newsletters that we put out every week. We've also been doing a conference call every Thursday at 1. We've been doing that now for about eight weeks uh, just to get people a bit of an update in terms of what's going on with the virus and the economy and the markets. And they can find information on, on that as well at the website. Andrew, thank you so much for being with us here on Talk of the Town. My pleasure, guys. You have a wonderful week.